the best in this sport. Whether you like it or not, learn to love it because it's the best thing going today. Welcome in, welcome in. It is Georgia Players section. We got <laughs> these fools in here with us. No Sean Marino, Tavares King, Georgia Legends. He's got himself muted as always. We've had that problem the whole time. So here we go. We got cheers right here. Guys, as always, it's a pleasure to be meeting with you here live on a Wednesday night. And TK, I'm excited to look about, uh, about the guest we got tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm super excited, obviously. It's a special night, super special night. Got always got one of my best friends on the show with us in No Shine, but we got my other boy, one of my my my, my other best friend, uh give him college the roommate. Now. We gotta college give him his roommate. Yeah, break roommate. Uh hey man. Y'all back up. Y'all back up, back up, man. College roommate. Uh, best friend, uh, one of my best men in my wedding, just a, an amazing dude to start off. But, um, man, we got we got a a pro bowler in the house tonight, guys. A pro bowler in the house tonight. This year, pro bowler. And uh, you know, I, I, I'll get we'll get into the meat and potatoes. But we got Ben Jones. Welcome in, ben, ben Jones. Ben Jones. We got Ben Jones in the house tonight, y'all. How you doing, Ben? I'm doing great, fellas. How we doing? Fantastic. Doing good, doing good man. Appreciate you coming on with us, Ben, man. For real, uh, it's uh, obviously an honor to have you. It was super easy to get you, obviously, you being um, in, in my in my favorites, in my <laughs> in my phone. So that was a, that was an easy task. But uh, appreciate you hopping on with us, man, for, for sure. Yeah, anytime, fellas. You just chilling? It look like you just relaxing and, and, and kicking it right now. You don't got nothing special going on, huh? You just chilling? You know, everything. Hayes and Barn at my house. I fucking love it. You out in Tennessee right now? You still? You still in Tennessee right now? Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. That's my spot. Love me some Tennessee now. Yeah, and we've had we've had all kinds of you know Georgia greats on here. We had Todd, we had Todd Gurley, we've had Matthew Stafford, but now we get to bring and we had Matt Sinchcomb, who was offensive lineman, but now we yeah. get to get somebody who's been you touch the ball every play as a center. You know what I'm saying? It starts with you, Ben. So, like, just tell us, just tell us what it's like right now uh, going through things. I know you, you've you been 11 years in the league. You've been at Georgia. Just kind of tell us what's going on with you right now, man. Yeah, just finished up my 11th year. I uh, got a Pro Bowl this year. Um, hit a lot of milestones that I wanted to hit. I wanted to play 10,000 snaps in the NFL. I got to hit that this year. I had over 150 starts. Um, so it was, it was checking some boxes this year, but didn't end like we wanted it. Um, had some injuries and that's pretty much what I'm focusing on right now is just getting healthy. And once I get healthy, I'm going to figure out what I want to do. Yeah, yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. TK, I uh, know you got some stuff to chop it up with your former roommate about, so go ahead, my man. Yeah. Uh, talk about a little, talk about, um, your time at Georgia and obviously just how that, that kind of carried over you know you had coach Searles coach Searles is back now we had stench uh Matt stench come on last week talking a little bit about the pro day talk about how talk about one how how big of an influence coach Searles is what is and was to you mm-hmm. and then two talk about how pro day um what pro day meant to you what pro day was to you and if they tried to like you know put you through the ringer where you're tired you're trying to wear you out Ben <laughs> 
Yeah. So Coach Charles is, um, he's been like one of those father figures to me. Um, my dad passed when I was 10 and having that guy, uh, he was a rock for me when I was at Georgia and still is. I still talk to him a couple times a week. I was there last week, stayed with him all day. Um, didn't get home like 10 o'clock that night. I was watching film with him literally and watched everything from cut ups to my tape. So we had, a, we put in a full day as a work together. Um, he's just a good old boy, just like me. Mm -hmm. um, farm boy loves the lake and he loves, he loves George football. And he's my guy through and through. Yeah, yeah sure. I, we all love Saros, man. Yeah, everybody, everybody. I ain't no one that I ever met Saros and be like, man, I don't mess with him. Oh, he was throwing that hat at me and everybody else. <laughs> yeah, he, he was, he was taking that yeah, hat off. He, 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 he was that thing a couple popping times. Him right in the, popping him right in the back of the helmet, though. He had good aim, perfect aim. Good. Absolutely. Perfect aim. Ben, you know, tell us a little bit. I mean, just as a former player, obviously I, I talk here with TK and Noshawn each week, um, and this necessarily guys wasn't on our plan with, but I got to know, you know, what's it like being a former Georgia Bulldog and now seeing this run that, that Kirby and the guys are going on and you get to talk smack in your locker room, all that. I mean, just tell us tell us what it's like being a, being a dog at, at this point in time. Uh, it puts a little extra money in the bank account around. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. You know, Derek and them, that's my boy through and through. But roll tide, I'm not no more. <laughs> I, I so was you, tired, had 100 bucks in that locker every year. Okay. It was nice. How much How much trash did you talk to, to Derek after the 33-18 in Indy last year? I just put my arm around him and said, hey, go dogs. He goes, <laughs> <"I'm> <laughs> I deserve it. I hear you. I hear you. No, Sean, I know you got something for uh, for Ben. You ain't lying. You ain't lying, man. And speaking of like, you know, some of the guys that you play with, I mean, I played with Tannehill over in Miami, you know what I mean? And you know, obviously I didn't play with Derek, but um, man, tell me, tell me what it was so special about, about Tannehill, man, just real quick, because I mean, like I said, I played with him in Miami, thought he was, you know, pretty, pretty good. Um, but I think he really took that next step once he got over with, with the Titans, man. And I was like, bro, where was all this when we were playing in Miami, bro? You, you know what I'm saying? Like, come on. So what made him so special in that locker room over there? Yeah, you, you definitely saw he took the next step. And we put him in. He came in this offense and thrived. He, he demanded it. Um, we were in a run, play-action scheme offense. He's yeah. able to move around the pocket. But when you're loading the box up to stop Derek, um, he was able to make plays for us. And when Derek was out last year or two years ago, whenever 2021, Tannehill got us the number one seed. Literally, he went – he played every single game. He gets – he takes shot. He's tough. He's one of those guys. He's like our boy Matt, just keeps getting up. Yeah, yeah. He can take a lick. Um, he demands it. Um, he's a leader. And yeah. he made that step. I think it, it put a little chip on his shoulder. I think so traded and being the backup and when he got his shot he came in uh guns are blazing yeah for sure i can agree with you on that because i'm like man i'm like bro take off and run he never really liked to take off and run I'm like bro you can do it with your yeah, legs too he can slide yeah he can slide now <clears throat> he can get the going Brent, ben talking about nfl free agency obviously that's where that's a place you're in now um um, there's there's talks of, of, of you and the Jets and, and Aaron Rodgers. That would be awesome. We obviously know um, Arthur Smith is somebody that you are very familiar with, with the Falcons and things like that. But I want to I want to give you your flowers. I want to backpedal a little bit, bro. 11 years is is crazy. Um, 
is crazy. And just like at, at your position, <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. At your position, just just doing that every play is is crazy. So I just want to backpedal a little bit and give you your flowers on that note. But mm-hmm. in in the NFL free agency state, um, damn, you got to think. I mean, a rods that would that would be a that would be a kind of a kind of a cool landing spot, but not for <laughs> not for the not for the country boy. <laughs> oh yeah, the city too. That's gonna be crazy though, man. That's a way above the Mason Dixon line, boys. <laughs> it's up there. What would what would your thoughts be on that with the Jets? I mean, obviously you've been linked to that. They've had great centers in the past, like Nick Mangold up there. I mean, uh, you know, but Aaron Rodgers appears to be going there. Who knows? It's limbo knows? and stuff like that. What would your thoughts be on something like that? Yeah, um, my whole um off sense when I've talked to my agent, I told him I want to get healthy. And I want to win a championship, and wherever that comes about, and where I think I can win the championship, and what's the next piece, um, that's my whole goal. But I told him, "Hey, let's take our time. Let's make this right decision, because this is only a once in a time, once in a lifetime opportunity, and I don't have many left in me. But I want to make the right decision." All right, Arthur Smith, if you're listening, you better get your stuff together in the draft so you can put some pieces around Ben and bring him into Atlanta. You, hey, see, you see the, the hat? You see the hat? You see what the boy doing? He's doing it for, for the A right there. The same hat I wore in college every night. And this is the shirt Coach Thurls gave me for getting most knockdowns. I still yeah, got I love it. You know? That is awesome. That is awesome. Hey, speaking, of, speaking of back in college, uh, <laughs> DK told us about a story that – apparently he was getting a little testy with you one night uh roommates just kind of talking back and forth and you put him in what he described as the hognose submission on him and basically put him out over there so give us your your side of this story and tell, us, TK's. Uh, tell us about tk's I ain't the hognose story you know tk likes to talk that smack and i told him i was like you better shut up <laughs> and he kept running that mouth bobbing up there and I, I put that joker in that hog nose, and he didn't know what hit him. I know I looked him over there. He was over there spazzing out. Out. I, like, I think I killed you him. Put him out. Out. Oh. I told you. Out. Hey, you have a choice in the hog nose. You either get choked out or I rip your nose off. You put oh, them wow. two in that nostrils. Hey, you're going to lift that head up and let me choke you out or that nose <laughs> right off. You ever done that under the in the pile at the NFL? Like you know, get, get under there in a scrum and just said, oh, "I'm just gonna put the hog nose on him real quick." You know, oh man, I'm, I'm usually on the bottom down there in the middle. So I'm yeah. to... listen, I, I had to be the last. You heard what he said, bro. I was doing I this. I... He almost killed me, bro. He ain't doing that no <laughs> more, bro. He ain't doing that ever again. No, I got him so bad that Rhett was arguing with him, <laughs> and them two got in a fight. And <laughs> Then I had to break yeah. them two in fighting. I was like, that's how you know you got good no shot. Right. He fought somebody but, else. Look, he, yeah, instigated, he instigated another fight. Man. Right. It will wreck. Yeah. Of all people, goodness gotta, gracious. Gotta man. have McGowan on here. Shout out Red McGowan. Yeah, yeah. All day, right? What'd it do? Yeah. Oh, man. That, that, is, that is classic. But look, I, I done seen Ben. I done seen Ben, you know, put 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 and take a lot of folks out. He uh, right. There was a question. There was a fan question. Um. <laughs> oh, I, I, I'll put it up here. I got it. I got it right here. You're talking about the fight. Well, yeah. We, uh, we, we put up some questions. I said, "Hey, we got Ben Jones coming on. You know, people on the on the vent dog vent over there. You know, who wants to ask him a question?" And we had a couple submitted here. One kind of in that same vein from Rowdy Dog. Who wins a triple threat steel cage match between Ben Jones, Russ Tanner, 
and Boss Andrews. So wow, there are three Georgia centers right there. Uh, it comes down to a steel cage match. Who's, I mean, what do you think? How, what's your strategy going to be to take? Is it Hognose Central, like choking them out right there? What's going on? <laughs> hey, whatever it takes. Hey, I got a stat for you. No matter, since I've been in Pee Wee all the way through the league, if I started something, I finished. I've never been knocked out of a game. I've always finished it no matter what. And you know how many concussions I've had. I've <laughs> dislocated thing. I was telling Tavares when my collarbone come out my throat, it was poking out, making me throw up during the game. Shut up. Man, yeah. we didn't dress What up. happened? Tell me about that. Listen we got to we gotta hear about this. Listen to this guy. So my arm got stuck in a twist, and my collarbone popped out. It was stuck in the back of my throat. So I come to the sideline. It was on third down. I was like, oh, I was throwing up. And they're like, why is he throwing up? I was like, it's sticking in my throat. They didn't know what they were talking about. So we had to put it back in place. Man. And we just put a little black tape on there because nothing else to do. <laughs> a little black hey. tape. When was uh, this? That was in 2016. So I still had my streak going. So born oh MCLs, broken hand. Broken hand was not fun when you snap in. So Bro. every time you hands, mm, that was fun. So, but yeah, that thing would pop out every time I snap. So Man. in practice, I wouldn't You're snap. Straight. I would just block and just hand the quarterback the football during practice. What a shame. Collins got a weak stomach, man. He can't he, he can't handle that. You see he, down there. But those uh, are the kind of, listen, those are the kind of players you want to run behind. Yeah. You know, you know he, he in them trenches, bro. And that that puts me to my next question. I was gonna ask you real quick. Is like, bro, we know what them trenches is like. Yeah, they might be, you know, they might be tough in, in the in college, but when we get to that league, bro, the trenches ain't no joke, right? So I was wondering, man, what would you tell a younger Ben? Like you an older Ben and you see young Ben, you straight out of Georgia coming through the locker room. What's one what's one piece of advice you would give young Ben that you might have found out maybe like mid midway through your career? Uh how to take care of your body. Mm. Like it was getting the massages, getting treatments. Um, so your body somewhat feels good on Sunday. Yeah. Because uh, those first couple of years, you just you wake up, go to practice, get in the hot tub, cold tub, and that was about it. Yep. Uh, just investing in yourself because this is this is what makes your money. It's your body, and I learned how to do that, and I think that really progressed my career and kept me playing because God knows I shouldn't have been on that field a lot of Sundays, but mm. I had a good team around me, good trainers, good strength staff, yeah. and. Massage, lady, needling, IVs. I've done it all to make sure I get there on Sunday. Hell yeah, hell yeah. I mean, you, you talked about that story, and you talked about how you know tough that was. I mean, obviously, it it shows toughness um, with all the injuries you've ever played through. But another guy that's really tough, your former coach now, Mike Vrabel. Uh, I mean, I saw a video, and I think it was of this past season, you coming off the field, and Vrabel's – gives you th this hug man when you're coming off the field and he's getting emotional because he knows what you played through and tell us yeah. you know what were you playing through at that moment and what did that mean to see your your you know head coach kind of realize what you had been through at that moment yeah i'd been that he knew the night before i'd been throwing up for like 16 straight hours um, i was getting ivs before the game during the game every time i'd come on the sideline they'd poke me again get me fluid then I got a high ankle sprain, uh, got my MCL. So we were kind of out of alignment at that point. And we knew we had to get one more first down to kind of close out a game. That was a big game for us to get two in a row versus uh, the Colts. We needed it. 
So he was, I was coming off to get, I was like, just give me time to get taped. So I went in the tent, taped up the whole knee, taped up the ankle. And he was like, you're good. We got this. I was like, no, we're finished it. And that's when the, the whole run with Derrick Henry and we picked him up and got the first down. And it was just, I was just trying to make a statement because we were all young. The rest of the linemen besides one of them was their first year starting. So mm-hmm. I was on, I was being that guy for him like, hey, you got to take me off this field. Like, I love this game. And this is what it takes to win in this league. So I was trying to set an example for our young kids on that team. Mm. Wow. Um, unbelievable. That you made me want to get back out. Hey, coach, call me up. I, I got a couple. I got a couple in me. I got a couple in me. I mean, TK, think of the tough guys we've had on here from Georgia, Ben, and then, of course, you know, Stafford, what he went through up in Detroit uh, with the shoulder getting popped back in and all that and going through in the winning touchdown pass. So definitely some tough guys coming through. Speaking of guys that, I, don't, I mean, I don't know, you may tell us they're tough, you may tell us they're, they're crazy, whatever. You played with two guys who've made it huge in uh, the world of podcasting, Will Compton and Taylor LeJuan, busting with the boys. You got any stories about uh, Compton and Taylor the one or, or something you want to tell us about about the busting with the them. boys? Look at them. Oh, man. They're hilarious. Uh, love those guys to death. Uh, I got to be here with Taylor. So I get – he's full and full. That's how Taylor is every single day. Um, Just never, like the show. Never a dull moment with Taylor. Um, his locker was right next to me in the locker room. So we had a lot of great times. And, oh, we got some memories down there because, you know – TK, me and him together, we're 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 damaged. We're a lot of damage. Yeah, nobody, yeah. nobody was safe down there in the corner. When we had stuffed beaver in there, we had stuffed owl. We had like a whole little corner. We decorated it. It it was it was good times down there. Then you got to vouch for us. You got you got to be able to get uh, uh, Taylor and, and Will come on here with uh, with TK and Noshan, chop it up a little bit on Georgia player section. You know. <laughs> Y'all are way cooler than them. You know, they're a little vanilla. I have, we help them with their uh, stuff. Um, <laughs> Taylor, oh, man. But Will, Will's the brains. Taylor, uh, Taylor's the the juice behind it. You never know what he's going to say. And so I give him a hard time. I said, Taylor, you wouldn't be anything without Will over here. You wouldn't even go up to the bus. I was like, you got to have your – he's your secretary. He's your script writer. He's everything for you. Oh, man. Yes, sir. Man, I've been, I've been, I've been tweeting at at, uh, at Will Compton, been like, you know, it's you know, you scared to come on SEC country, like they're big Big Ten guys. You know what I'm saying? You give them, give them any of that? Oh, yeah, they're always talking Big Ten versus everybody. I said, every, I just send them clips like, oh, Georgia won again. Mm, you <laughs> just don't y'all again. Now they're going to Tennessee and South Carolina and all these other schools. I'm like, yeah, we'll go down there. We 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 whoop them every year. They're about like the Big Ten. So Same. yeah. I'm, Playing field. Oh Lord, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, TK, no shot. What else we got for being? Uh, he's been gracious with his time here. What yeah, else yeah, got? yeah, yeah. You, you are, man. Uh, want to get you up out of here. I, last, last two things. Want to talk about your rituals. You got two awesome rituals, I think. Um, your barefoot ritual, uh, and then love it. And then, and then your birthday, your birthday ritual. It's not for you; it's for others. But, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but you got two awesome things that I think are that that need to be shared. And then. Lastly, I wanted to give you an opportunity to share, you know, the Jones Foundation and, and, and all that jazz. So talk about, you know, your rituals, uh, yeah. your barefoot ritual. This guy's crazy, y'all. Y'all, y'all already know that. So being from good old Alabama, walking barefoot in the football field before games, wasn't that big a deal. Like, I did it um, just getting the feel of the grass. Um, I did it from high school on with my brother. Uh, he was kind of my role model. So after he graduated, I kept it going. 
and kind of respect to him because he was literally my dad for me after he passed. I looked up to him. I wanted to be just like him. So I kind of kept that going. And once I got to the league, I had to go to Kansas City, and it was negative 10. <laughs> Green Bay, and it was a foot of snow. My feet got a little cold, boys. Uh, <laughs> you got a little cold, boys. I used to say my prayer. Used to come on back in, especially when below uh, below zero. Yeah, don't want that frostbite. That thing be looking like Happy Gilmore. Yeah, that was, it was cold out there. Um, so it was just a respect for my brother and how much he means to me. So I got to do that. Got to walk and do it in a lot of special places. Never thought mm-hmm. I'd get to play on Sunday night in the snow in Green Bay. Pretty darn cool. And birthdays. Nobody's safe. If it's their birthday and you're my boy. Started with my boy TK, came in, came into town to surprise him for his birthday, and I smacked him. I'm talking about <laughs> with his own birthday cake. He come out with his own. I remember that the bathroom. Bah, I got him, bro. TK, you should have pulled that up so we could see that. That was bro, hilarious. I, I, I do. Like, there's video I of it somewhere. I found two on that video when I smacked him, bro. Oh man. I got, GMs, head coaches, like I got Vrabel now five straight years, and he knows it's coming. I've <laughs> snuck in, hit him with a plate of college cottage cheese. I've hit him with overnight oats, baby powder, <laughs> you name it, mayonnaise. Like I hit, I've hit a guy. Um, like guys, nothing. If you catch me in the act, I stop, and that's your one chance. Okay, you can't stop it. I, I put oh, together man. a plan. I'll be bear crawling through there. Yeah, how you eating room? How you do, how you doing? City guys looking crazy. Arthur Smith asked him, head coach of the Falcons. He was at the Falcons, and I was taking him like, I'm gonna get you. He's all worried about that. I'd already I snuck through his yard, climbed up the window, Bro. videoed him from his house, snuck through, got through the doggy door, and hit him on his couch. Man, in his shut house. up. Your ass ain't get through no doggy door. Uh, no, the doggy door was right there, so we unlocked. Uh, it. Absolutely. Showed him like looking through his house. <laughs> Bro, that's classic. Just that's the healthy lights and doorbells and stuff. He's had right. to go all through the wood. I, I found a sprinkler head that was broken. It was leaking. I saved him some money. <laughs> Yo. So he saved some of that money for me. I see. I saved him a couple of dollars right there with that sprinkler head. Oh my Bro, god! Ben, this is out of control. This is by far. I just want to know, Ben. You have you have set the bar when it comes to Georgia player sex <laughs> interview. It is no doubt, no doubt. And we greatly appreciate you coming on. We did have one guy say he needs to hear how much you hate Georgia Tech. You know the famous picture uh, of you. You know with the side in your mouth before you tell us about the Jones Foundation. Yeah, they're te- you don't say that they don't have pride enough to say the uh, what state they're from and and that state. So I don't. Even, they never get mentioned that they're just tech in my book and jokers. They beat us on our home field, messed up our hedges. Remember that? Oh, I ate all that grass. I couldn't talk for a week. I, sw- I swallowed so much dirt and grass and I grass in our dorm room on top of our fridge, watering it, growing it. So. Hey, I'll tell you what, though. piss on it, but I think TK forgot to water it one Sunday when I was gone. <laughs> I'll tell you oh what. That's when I started really hating Georgia Tech, too, because it wasn't – listen, I'm not from, you know, Georgia. I'm not – I don't know the rivalries like that. I was just going down there to ball, you feel me? And when they did that, when they tore up the hedges and had it in their mouth, bro, that 
that pissed me the hell off. I was pissed, man. So now, yeah, of course, I hate George Tate. Yeah, no oh, man. But and tell Paul us about it. Never whooped me. He, he calls me daddy for a reason. Yeah, we, yeah, you didn't really, you didn't really, you said you, said you, uh, you never finished something, but you're guaranteeing victory over Russ Tanner and, and Boss Andrews in, in, a, in that Absolutely. steel cage match, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. There it is. As well. yeah. He like mankind. He going to jump on uh, uh, tax. He going to do all that. Listen, That's mankind. Y'all, y'all don't, uh, listen, y'all don't understand how, I mean, y'all probably do. This man crazy. I, to, I told y'all Josh Byron's dread was hanging from. Wash machine. He got thrown everywhere in that house, and they tried to jump me. All those, <laughs> they got whooped in there. Oh man, oh, crazy man. stuff! Too good. Too good. Well, Ben, Ben, tell us about the the Jones Foundation. What you got going on with it? So JonesMission.org. Um, we help out with underprivileged youth here in Nashville. We do a charity event or try to every year. Um, with it's usually a uh, celebrity clay shooting um country. I like shooting stuff, so we shoot clays. We go out there have a good time, have a big auction. We've able to raise over almost close to a half million, uh, half million dollars and be able to give it all back. Um, we don't take anything out of it. It goes straight to all the nonprofits here in Nashville from backfield in motion to endure athletics to Preston Taylor ministries. So it's after school programs. We send kids to summer camps, um, tutoring meals. We've done, Christmas giveaways and shopping sprees and Thanksgiving meals and back to school shopping. So we try to put our hands in anything and try to give kids opportunities um, to succeed. And what was that URL again? So we can put it at the bottom. Uh, Thejonesmission.org. All right. Thejonesmission.org. Guys, if you want to to help out with a a great cause here uh, and, you know, Definitely what Ben's got going on up there for the youth up there in Nashville. Uh, there it is. Visit thejonesmission.org going across the bottom. Ben Jones, we cannot thank you enough, man. You have, like I said, you've set the bar. A uh, round of applause for old Ben here because sure. he's been he's been fantastic. We appreciate sure. you, sir. Yo, good luck in free agency, man. Have some fun with it, man. Yeah, have some have, fun with it. Have some fun. Hit him over the head. Get everything, Hell yeah. get everything you deserve because you deserve it all, my brother. Mm-hmm. Uh, and go dogs go dogs all right there is ben jones thank you so much appreciate you man we'll we'll catch you we'll catch you next time no doubt thank you ben sound good fellas take care see you there goes ben jones uh tk no sean <laughs> how great dude that was an unbelievable legendary guest hey, oh yeah that man is funny bro like y'all don't understand how mm-hmm. i mean y'all, y'all kind of understand how how wild that man, like how crazy he is. Um, but he 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 a damn good dude. As I said, like mm-hmm. damn good dude. Josh so. Byron's dread was hanging from our ceiling fan in our house because Ben took it from his head when we played Auburn and stuck Bruh. it in his pants. Oh my god! <laughs> Until we got back home, then he tied it to that little string that hanging from the fan. Yeah. Oh my lord. That's a wild boy, boy. What? So I was about to say, what are some of y'all's, uh, you know, favorite memories of 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 Ben? You know, from there, other than what what he what he talked about, is there anything that we left off the table here to wrap that one up? So many Ben Jones. I, I listen. I know you got way more than I have, and I got a lot where it's like, bro, I've been, Ben Jones is wild. Ben Jones. So yeah, 
Yeah. It's too many, man. It's too many. Then it's some, some you can't, people, man. Some we can't tell because it's a family show, right? Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, a, man, but... it's a family show. He barely bobbed one time, tried to drink the syrup, you know, the on off uh Friday night, Friday night ice. He tried to drink the syrup. That was hilarious too. He still said just listen <laughs> that to that dude is scary. <laughs> so we had a good time, man. We hey, we had a good time. Yeah. He, he's, and good he's, people, he's, you know what I mean? Yeah, you know oh, I mean? the best. The best. I mean, yeah, dog on the field, but then off the field, man, he's the kindest dude, man. You can go up to him, you know, ask for or grab, ask for a picture, whatever the case may be, man. Good people, just straight good people. Yeah, family, man. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Yeah, Fantastic. And we appreciate him coming on. Uh, listen, that's why you tune into Georgia Players Section. Uh, you know, we've got, got great guests coming on. Uh, Dang near every week now. We're going to try to we, – we said, um, you know, every other week, but if we can get one, we're going to bring one on, you know. Uh, we're gonna mm-hmm. we're gonna do it. So we're we're trying to provide that for you guys. What is it, TK? That look different. That look like a different beverage there, sauce. Like oh yeah, you know, a little dark. You know, yeah. I'm, not, the, <laughs> I'm not at the crib, right? So you know, I had to bring out this beer. It's like a some amber, some amber, some amber drink. Okay. okay. Mm. There you go. There you go. Well, delicious. listen. Here on Georgia Players Section, not only do we talk Georgia football and have great guests like Ben Jones on, but we also talk SEC football. Last week, guys, we went through the SEC East and we talked about the biggest questions that each SEC East team has. Now we're going to kind of go into, uh, you know, it's spring ball. Everything's getting going here. We're going to go on the SEC West. And why does this matter for people watching here on the UGA Sports Channel? Well, you're going to play one of these teams in Atlanta because it's become an annual tradition that uh, George is going to be there. So you got to look ahead at the competition and see. So, guys, I just want to know general thought before we get into each team. When you were researching these teams and kind of looking at the teams in the West, thinking what they lost last year, looking at what they're getting this year. What were some of your thoughts right off the bat, just generally? Uh, man, just honestly, a lot of, a lot of quarterback play uh, mm-hmm. up in the air. And I, and I think that's <clears throat> all around the SEC, but just, but just uh, in general, I think in the West, there's a lot of question marks from a coaching standpoint to me, like, Tam, <clears throat> Arkansas, obviously, we got to figure out what what my man Pitt's gonna do. It's it's kind of make or break for him. Tam, you been make or break for him. Uh, <clears throat> Auburn, you got a new coach. Um, Mississippi State, Mississippi State, new coach. So I mean, it's, it's a lot of coaching and quarterback questions for me that I see. Really? Um, <clears throat> but uh, it's, I don't know. I think it's gonna be a fun year over there in the West. It's kind of the big question I think is can LSU do it again over there? Because it, it kind of lines up for them too, in my opinion. But mm-hmm. can they? Yeah, I mean, no, no Sean, uh, you were yeah. you were more than any of us going into last year. You were super high on Jaden Daniels. You thought Jaden Daniels was going to be, and and I just didn't know because of the question, you know, the inconsistency he had at Arizona State. But you saw something that you believed in, and uh, he ended up having a fantastic year. Yeah, man, really great year. You know what I mean? Him being a newcomer coming in with a new coach, you know, new staff and all this to turmoil, all the stuff that was going on at that time. And I thought he did a really good job. Um, yeah, you never know what a player is going to do when he goes to another team. But, you know, you can kind of see these small little, I don't know what you call it. You just see these small things that you love about a player. And you're like, man, I think he can be great if he has the certain people around him, a good team around him, this and that. And, 
you saw Jaden go out there and do that. Um, yeah, it was a kind of a slow start for him to kind of get his feet underneath him. But I mean, once they started rolling, I thought they did a really good job. And you know, when I look, you know, up and down, um, you know, the conference uh, over in the West. I know you said TK that you know it's a lot of quarterback questions up in the air, but I feel like for a lot of these teams, you know, except like a, like a Bama, but like they have their their quarterback already, kind of right. It's who wants to take that leap, who wants to win the job, and be like I'm the man. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I, I saw when I looked throughout the the West at the quarterback position. But other than that, man, it's another prove a year for a lot of these teams, especially when you want to try to catch up with a Georgia and Alabama. No doubt. We want your comments as we go through this. So we're going to go through each team in the West here, uh, and we're going to talk about some of the questions that they have. Like I said, this matters to uh, people watching on UGASports.com because it's kind of an early, early preview of, okay, which team's going to make it to Atlanta uh, in the conference championship game and play against Georgia. We cover all things SEC here on Georgia Players section, as you see in the title there with the SEC uh, in black. So the questions for LSU that we came up with, Guys, do they have any diversity in the run game this year? Meaning, can they get some more production out of their actual running backs? Because exactly. Jaden Daniels accounted for 34% of LSU's rushing yards yeah. in 2022. 28% of their rushing TDs. No, Sean, as a running back, would you be a little ticked off if the quarterback's <laughs> getting all the carries? Like, was it? You'd be like, Coach, what's going on now? You know what? I mean, not necessarily. If it was like – straight up quarterback plays that they were running over and over again. Well, some Maybe. of it was. Some of it was. Some of it. But a lot of those was he's, you know, looking down the field, ain't nothing there. I'm going to scramble for a, bit, a quick 7-8. Mm-hmm. Feel me? Yeah. And, you know, I want that. I want that in my quarterback. But you you hit the head on the nose right there. You hit the head um, that these other guys need to step up. You know what I mean? Like, like a Noah Kane. Noah Kane has a step up, bro. I know he came in. Um, just like uh, Jaden Daniels, you know what I mean, being new to the team. But, man, we can't have our quarterback, you know, count for 885 yards, you know what I mean, more than anyone on the team, averaging 4.8 yards, uh, you know, a carry. So um, you got to have that chip on your shoulder. and You know um, Brian Kelly and, and, and the staff have to be kind of trying to hone that into the running backs and saying, like, yo, and the linemen, like, yo, we got to get a run game going here. You know what I mean? So, yeah. um I think that would be a big key if they can keep keep uh, Jaden from running a lot, man, keep him a little bit healthier. I know at the end of the season, you know, he had that ankle. Um, who knows where they could have been if he didn't have that ankle injury, man. So, I mean, and, and the guy that only – I mean, he threw 60, 68% completion. Beautiful. And three picks on the whole year, bro. I mean, that's tremendous. I love that about him. You know what I mean? That he's able to at least – you know, have almost 3,000 yards passing and only three picks and doing it with his legs. So um, I think it's a, a time for him to, you know, take that next step, though. Let's take that next step. Ain't no other quarterbacks out there like that now. They're going to be talking about you. So let's see what you can do with it. PK, you know, obviously if they do get any semblance of a consistent running game, that wide receiving core can take the take the top off now. They've, <clears throat> they've got some receivers. And they've had them. <clears throat> uh, they've had them. They had them last year. And I think that's the – that's probably another question is if OC Mike Denbrock can find ways to incorporate um, the passing game. Because, I mean, no, Sean just alluded to it. Jaden Daniels is extremely good about going through his progressions. It's not there. It's not there. I'm out of here. Mm-hmm. But if he doesn't have to do that, if they're schemed up to, to, to where they're open and if 
he's got a great rapport with Mike Denbrock, Jaden Daniels. If he has got a great rapport with him and what he's wanting to do schematically, then I think that, hell, he can have another good year. And I think that he can have a good year through the air, just having some comfortability with a, a passing scheme that he's that he likes. Um, because you obviously know what he can do with his legs. And and that that he can do damn near by himself, he's yeah. shown. So so uh <clears throat> I, th- I well, think having I think having the receivers schemed up is 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 something that they'll have yeah, to do I mean, a little bit. You better. think the jump that he's probably gonna take from year one to year two in that offense, that's always a big deal, like you said, you know, there. And then Andy Stowe says, Well, if they don't yeah. have a running back, the quarterback has to do it, who's gonna do it? John Emery will yeah, really John, it was John. It was Josh Williams that really took over until he got hurt. I mean, yeah, yeah. he ended up being their their other their second leading rusher, six touchdowns in the year. And man, he was breaking. He's coming tackles. back, right? Yeah, he's coming back. Okay, I think cool. he. I think he's got first crack at being the, the yeah, lead yeah. back going in there. Yep. The other thing that they have to address. Um, and speaking of receivers, Alex Page put up here that Cole Cubitt shared this morning on the radio show that Kentucky's wide receiver core is the deepest. We talked about LSU's. Hey. Alex, tell Cole to stop stealing my 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 stuff over here because I've been I've been hyping Kentucky's wide receiver core for yes, a minute because and the quarterback. Don't forget and, that. Yeah, don't forget the the don't forget the QB. He's the truth. I can't wait. The quote He's right the there. He's can't wait. The truth. The truth. All right. Okay. So uh, the last thing for LSU before we move on to Alabama, LSU's got to improve in their run defense. Uh, TK, it was it was a little bit spotty last year. Yeah, it was rough out there for them boys, giving up about four point four point one yards a carry. Um, you can't, you obviously, yeah, that's nasty. That's very nasty. You obviously can't do. And and, and what's weird about that is that they had guys, they had guys up front. Oh yeah. Um, so you wonder what the deal is there. But, um, hey man, uh, we live in a precious present. You get time to, you got time now to get that ironed out. But man, if we they don't, it it could it could be another rough one for them. Um, they only lost to Texas A&M, Tennessee, and Georgia when they gave up over 200 yards. But, but again, there were right, still you can't, some other games that they gave up 200 yards. They exactly, just ended up winning them. <laughs> exactly, you can't do that in our league, bro. Like that's a lot of groundage right there, bro. And uh, no, Sean, they get Mason Smith back. For you know, he tore his ACL in that in that FSU game last year. Maybe the best defensive tackle in the country. So heck, you as a running back, you know when you got an elite D tackle over there, he can he can change the game when it comes to stopping the run. And you see it with Georgia. You see it with all these teams now, right? They see that it almost like almost started with 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 Georgia Davis. It's almost like when they saw that big boy in there, like yo, we need to get us one of those. Ah. So, like, you can see it though. You know that defensive tackle position, man, stuffing the run and putting some pressure in the pocket on the quarterback, man, it's a big deal and kind of lets those outside guys eat. So that's going to be a tremendous guy to get back in that defense. But at the same time, you know, they got to go out there and work. Got to go out there and prove it to me. You know what I mean? You know, I'm a prove it kind of guy. Y'all know who I am. So go out there and prove it and go out there and ball. And I'd love to see it. Um, Real quick, going back to uh, Jaden. I love that that they have like a Nussmeyer behind him, so he can't get complacent, man. Because I really like me a uh, uh, Nussmeyer, um, secondary quarterback out there, man. I think he can really throw the ball. He was young, so I think he's gonna come into his own, Garrett Nussmeyer, and um, I think he's gonna do some great things down the road for them once Jaden leaves. Absolutely, he's, he. Look, I, I told y'all it looked like the second coming of Dan Marino in the second that half boy, of that SC championship game. I don't he was get back it. There slinging I don't that get it. He was. He was. He'd he be stationary like. And he throw that. I'm like, man, like that. Yeah, it was good. It was good. All right, moving on to Alabama. Uh, Alabama's got a quarterback battle on their hands. Uh, you know, 
arguably the goat over there, Bryce Young, uh, is is gone to the NFL. Um, you know, and it's gonna either gonna be Jalen Milrow or Ty Simpson, two totally different styles there. So right off the bat, guys, we saw Jalen Milrow get his shot in the uh, when when Bryce Young got hurt. He came in in the Arkansas game, and then he got to start the Texas A&M game, and they dang near lost that one as he had some turnover problems and some accuracy yeah. issues. Do you think his experience is enough for Tommy Reese, the new offensive coordinator? Now, remember, it's new coordinator. So, is is Jalen Murrow going to be able to win this job, or do you think Ty Simpson, who's more of a kind of pocket passer type, type quarterback that is still mobile, but he's more of an elite passer, who do you think wins that job over there at Alabama? Uh. Right now, to me, I mean, I'd have to go with Milrow, just given, just based off experience. I mean, he, yeah. he he's got he's got experience and experience with 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 some wins, so uh, that does a little bit to your confidence. But not just that, he's he's one of those guys that can that can do it with his legs as well. Mm-hmm. He can do it in a crazy fashion. Um, so when you're doing that, uh, he he's almost he he's probably faster than uh our boy. Anthony Richardson, I think. Um, oh man, he he can he can yeah. play. Come on, come on, come on, huh? I think Mil- Milro can run from. him, bro. He yeah. might be a four three. Like like, I, yeah, do it. Yeah, click me. Yes, Richardson. Richardson uh, can really run. Can I Zapato this? Can I Zapato his? Please speed? do. What? <laughs> you ain't saying that, bro. She don't want that. She don't want that two footed bad boy. She don't want that dose Zapatos animal. You know what I'm saying? Hey, this is a future Zapato. Because look, <laughs> check this out, my boy. I don't know where we're going to get this. But I guarantee old boy run a faster 40 than uh, 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 AR Anthony Richardson. Oh, y'all heard that. I don't even got to write it down because everyone heard that. About 30,000. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 30,000? Oh, yeah. oh, they, they listening, ain't y'all? Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Really? Bro, he right. can slide, boy. Okay. So listen, okay. y'all are both picking that. Here's my argument. I think, <laughs> I think Ty Simpson ought to be the quarterback because I I didn't see it out of Jalen Miro when he when he played at mm. Texas A and M. He That's he didn't. I just don't think with the, what Tommy Reese is going to do, he's going to be bring things more back to more pro style, less you know run and shoot, air raid, whatever you want to call it. I know Alabama still ran the football, but, man, they were throwing it like crazy the last few years, and I think Tommy Reese is going to try to bring some of that physicality back. Mm-hmm. I, 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 can, I can hear you on that. But there's so many question marks around this Alabama offense, and mm-hmm. the biggest one to me being that offensive true. line. So if you if – you, uh, Tommy Reese or uh, Ty Simpson ain't about to be sitting back there like no statue, you need Jane. Mr. Milrow, mm-hmm. get the hell no, up he out can, of there. He can run. I think hey, Tommy Reese can run a little bit. Boy can't you run know, like that, though. Uh, the boy can't run like that. But I think the offensive line is 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 huge here. And again, there's questions all around because even like the corner, even even right? even corner at position. even at corner, even mm-hmm. at running back. You, I mean, you lose Gibbs. Yeah. Um, obviously, I mean, obviously, you got guys that have played there. Um, before you got Justice Haynes coming in, stud. Uh, shout out Baron Haynes. Um, mm. but, but <clears throat> that, that, that OL bro. And that's always been a strength. Has it yeah, not? Listen, their OL is going to be so young that Alabama will have a freshman at every position in their offensive line too deep, at so least fair. one freshman in every position in their offensive oh. line. And they could end up starting two freshman tackles. So, 
when has that been the case at Alabama? Never. So to that point, so you're going to have a freshman line and a guy that's never been at the helm before behind that freshman line. Yeah. And, I mean, I see, I see your point. I just know that Ty Simpson throws dots and Jalen Milrow. Sometimes he's got that uh, Joe Milton disease where sometimes it's a right yeah. way over there and you don't know yeah. where it's hey, going. Chill out, chill out, I need to see a little more from Ty though, but I get it. I get it. He's going to get his opportunities. He's a little younger, but I need to see a little more from him. You know what I mean? Oh, Rhett Womack going with the dose of Pato's. He says they're not getting to Atlanta, period. I I agree with that. I I, I was a Pato's that if if I could do another one, but we don't got to do it. But but I agree with that. I don't think it's happening, man. It's just so many question marks right now. Uh, And I I think think, uh, Nick Saban kind of underestimated how hard it would be to keep players, too, because he was not, what, one year ago talking about how that was their – uh, what was he saying? He was saying it was their rebuilding year and that this year, you know, coming up was going to be the fire one once they lost that first one. You know what I mean? And mm. they're losing players at the same time. So talking about rebuilding, man, it's a lot of rebuilding to do over there. So it's crazy. Oh, yeah, no doubt. No doubt. So uh, that that's Alabama right there. I mean, what do you guys think early on? Would you give the edge in the West if you had to call a, a preseason favorite? LSU. Would you call it LSU or Alabama? Give me, give me LSU. Give me LSU, bro. Straight up. There you go. You could see a rematch in, in Atlanta thinking about that. All right, so we've got some other teams to go to uh, here. And let me get this up right here. Arkansas is going to be the next team that we're talking about. Sam Pittman, you talked about it, TK. It could be uh, kind of a make it or break it type year. Sam Pittman's 19 and 17 in his three years at Arkansas. But listen, I think he's got a lot of goodwill built up from uh, just how bad they were under Chad Morris and how he kind of brought a little life into that program. But who knows? You got to, you got to, it's what have you done for me lately in the SEC? Yeah, bro. I mean, it's, it's been a, kind of a, a roller coaster over there in Arkansas. And, and I feel like when you when you come into a program and you have a good year, um, you're given a little have a good first year, you're given a little bit of grace um at, at the head coaching spot. So I think I think Pitt the Pitt boss was given a little bit of grace. But but now like we mentioned this it's kind of time to get to it, bro. You got a new OC and DC. Um so now it's it's kind of like you can't can't blame it on nobody nobody else. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, you've had KJ Jefferson, um, for a while, uh, <clears throat> who is, in my opinion, gets better every year. Um, so I, I, I love, I love Sam Pittman. I love him as a coach. I love him as a recruiter. Um, but he, he's, he's, he's reaching Jimbo territory. What now? He's, oh, he's, he's the hot seat. You think he's getting in the hot seat? Yeah, I think he getting see getting a little red. Absolutely, absolutely. The the big big red man himself. You're saying is is gonna get a little red over there, Pittman. Yeah. You know he he cracks me up just with his post game prep. Uh, prep. You know, I love it. They'll interview him after he's yeah. like, he goes, I think I'm gonna go home and crack me a cold beer. You know, that's, 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 that's he like being as a coach. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, listen. uh, no, no, Sean. I know how much you love Rocket Sanders and uh, his his fourteen hundred yards rushing last year. Obviously, he is uh, tremendous. But you said, you know, to your point, it's all about who's blocking for you. And they lost uh, Ricky Stromberg and Dalton Wagner, who were you know three and four year starters on that line. Uh, they've brought in some some transfers. Um, you know, trying to trying to fix the pieces there, bring bring some guys in. 
Uh, I think it's going to kind of depend on that. And, you know, their running game is where it starts for them, especially with Dan Enos as the new offensive coordinator, I think. Yeah, uh, for sure, man. And, you know, you you want to see KJ Jefferson take another leap, man, take a, take a step forward, bro. Um, I think we all had uh, high expectations for him last year. Um, I know he had some injuries here and there. Um, and it was just a decent season, you know what I mean? Um, five picks on the season. You know, took a couple sacks, not more than Jaden. Jaden's like in the 40s. Um, KJ Jefferson only took like 23. So um, I just want to see him take the next step. But yeah, losing the lineman is never is never fun. But at the same time, man, that's when other guys need to step up and do their thing. And when you have a running back like Raheem um, Sanders, Raheem, yeah. Raheem. <laughs> Raheem Sanders, that kind of gives you a little sense of like comfort, though, because you're like, all right. All right, I can get someone up there to kind of try to block for him, you know what I mean? And I know he's going to go out there and do his thing. So having a running back like that definitely kind of eases that pressure. Um, but you want those linemen up front to, to handle their business and do what they got to do. So I'm really eager to see what they can do, see if they can keep this that run game going to kind of keep, you know, Rocket Sanders up there and, and one of the top running backs in the league. And then also with K.J. Jefferson, I want to see him take the next step. Or does Hornsby have to come in and say, nah, it's mine. I'm, uh, I'm the Hornsby, captain now. No, Hornsby's gone now. Hornsby he? transferred out. He, wait, he he said, I ain't waiting around. I like he it. Transferred out. He transferred okay. out. So – so they okay, they like have that, they have a their backup could probably end up being Malachi Singleton who is a true freshman. People yeah, should know that it. name because he's from North Cobb High School yeah, uh, here in the Atlanta area. Atlanta area. So and he's a he's kind of a more of like a bowling ball. This guy's like you know five okay. eleven five eleven two hundred two hundred. I mean he 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 runs through there now. He's kind of stocky uh, and he's a good runner as well. So uh, they could. You know they gotta hope KJ Jefferson stays stays healthy. And Dominique is still there. Dominique Johnson running back. Uh, yeah. Well, they've got. I, I know they've got AJ. They got Rash- Rashad DeBinion and AJ Green there with them. So I think DJ uh, left. Yeah, AJ left Green. Too, so okay. So uh, they got AJ Green and Rashad DeBinion over there too. Okay. As the guys, but they, AJ, hey, you, get, you can only have so many. Yeah, I feel that. And AJ got some carries this year. You know what I mean? He he had 412 yards throughout the season, I believe. Um, so. Biggest thing for them, they're losing uh, Jaden Hazelwood and Matt Landers. Matt Landers ended up being Arkansas's leading receiver, and we saw Mm -hmm. why, what he did at the Combine. I mean, he's special, you know, crazy good. Um, So, listen, they brought in a guy named Tyrone Broden from Bowling Green, guys. He's Mm -hmm. six foot seven. Six foot seven, two hundred fifteen pounds at receiver. So TK, they just go. So they're gonna move him to tight end. Let him go up. Six foot seven now. They moving him to tight end, right? Yeah, no, he's, he's gonna play outside receiver. He's not playing no outside. What do he move like? I gotta see what he moves. He like. moves well. He really does. Uh, he's 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 pretty. He gets in and out of breaks. I I thought you know ain't no way, but six foot seven. They're you know they're gonna be throwing him the fade out there. He he looks like oh, uh, yeah for sure. Throw that man a fade, but come on now. Listen, he run four five four six four four. I don't know what he, I don't know what he runs. I've just seen highlights from Bowling Green. He looks he looks okay. he looks pretty sporty. Okay. So I think he, well, that's, he'll be able to that's do Bowling it. Green. Okay, stop it! Stop it with these guys from the other conferences coming into our conference, Ooh. the SEC. Talking all that junk. Talking. Matt, Matt Landers came in from Toledo to Arkansas. He proved, you know, it. and that's where he was. That's where he was. Matt he was Landers, where was he at. before Toledo? He was at Georgia. I he was did. At Georgia. There you go. <laughs> you got to watch playing. Sorry, hey, you do everyone hey. wa- listening. And facts are facts. Facts are facts. Uh, new OCs and Danny Nose and Trevor, Trevor, uh, or Travis Williams over there. So they've got those guys that, that, uh, you know, 
they got to mesh with the new new players. And then they're replacing Drew Sanders and Bumper Pool, guys who are like legends over there with with how they played at Arkansas. I mean, Bumper yeah. Pool, Bumper Pool was a constant tackle in the in the stat sheet. Oh yeah, yeah, he, he did not. <laughs> Oh, no, they definitely both were on the stat sheets, both of them. But honestly, to tell you the truth, bro, I wasn't super impressed with, with Drew Sanders' you know, performance at the combine. But listen, the combine ain't all be-all. You know what I'm saying? It is what it is. I just want to see yeah. how you go out there and compete. So, yeah, of course he's going to get drafted. I think he'll do really well because he has a nose for that ball. Yeah. Um, I just He just didn't really impress me. But talking about that defense, Blaine, is like they're losing those two guys. But when you kind of go down the list, man, they got a lot of corners, a lot of DBs that are going to be, you know, in their senior year, kind of a little younger. So that gives them, um, I think, a little bit of a, a a boost on the outside, at least, that you don't got to think about, you know, replacing a lot of corners. No doubt. And I, listen, I'm pretty high on Arkansas. I really think that they can, oh, they can, I think they can do, do some good things in, in, in that, in that year. I think you they'll be. You them last year, bro. Huh? Not, as, not as. I, okay, I, don't, yeah. I don't remember what we had yeah, yeah. what we had on there. I thought no, I, right, the, right. the team I was high on last year was Alabama. I thought Alabama was going to yeah, be yeah, fifteen, fifteen. I thought they'd beat every. I thought they'd beat the brakes off of every team they played, and they should have. They had the talent too. Uh, they totally underachieved, in, in my opinion. Arkansas, I think, can really disturb some things uh, over there. In mm-hmm. fact, might have to go ahead and lay this. She don't want that. She don't want that two footed bad boy. You don't want that dose zapatos animal. You know what I'm saying? I think Arkansas upsets either one of LSU or Alabama this year. They're going to knock one of those, those two off and, and go on to win a minimum of nine regular season games. That is, Ar- that is what I think Arkansas does this year. Okay, so and they bounce back in a LSU. big way. Okay, LSU or Alabama. Arkansas will beat one of those teams. Got it. No doubt, no doubt. They go. They're gonna. They're gonna beat one of those two teams. I think. Like, they have- I don't. I don't understand <laughs> him sometimes, though. Like, I just, why do you do that? Because I mean, I get it. They're gonna be very. Hey, hey, those are two high teams. Those are two. You all shop. Listen, if they beat one of those two top teams, then that means they're gonna be one or two in the conference. I mean, like. I, I mean, right now I've got them finishing third in the West because mm-hmm. I think the other team, you know. But I mean. Bro. They could because they'll probably lose another one that they shouldn't lose. You know mm-hmm. that's just how Arkansas does. They like like you know they lost to Missouri last year. They shouldn't have lost to Missouri last year. You know what I'm saying? So, okay. but I think they they get listen. Two years ago, they about took out Alabama and Tuscaloosa. They took them to the brink. You know, and I think this team will be more like the 2021 team than the 2022 team yeah. for. Uh, so we can run through we can run through these. Hey Tim, you know I got to keep him right with the pen, right? <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. He made the list. <laughs> there we go. So uh, coming on here, let's run through these these other ones pretty quick. I mean, Texas A&M. We know the question, Jimbo Fisher. How long can he last? Uh, you know, I mean, listen, they got Connor Wigman at quarterback. They're bringing in Bobby Petrino. <laughs> you know, who was former offensive. Listen, I think he's one of the better offensive coordinators out there. I really do offensive minds, but mm. you know, the question is, do you think, do you guys think Jimbo will actually let him run the show? Will he, will he, it's hard to let he, that go sometimes. He needs to, like he, he, he legit needs to, bro. He, he, he been in this league for how long? How long he been, how long he been in our league? Bro? I think this is six years uh, coming in for, uh, for okay. Jimbo. Okay. It's time. It's time to get on over to somebody else, my boy. And, 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 
by Petrino might be that dude. Um, mm. We obviously know he can call plays. We obviously know he's successful, but I think Connor Wegman is a big piece of that um, <clears throat> too. And has to be um, a big piece of it uh, for sure. No, Sean. Yes, sir. I think the biggest question is this. You love Devin A. Chain. How do you replace a Chain? He's gone. I know, right? How do you um, replace that? Like, how do you? Not like they yeah. was doing. Not like they was doing shit with it. Yeah, he was a little hurt sometimes but, here and there, right? Yeah, they weren't doing nothing with him. But he looked good like, in the combo. Um, yeah, I feel like that's gonna be a, a interesting, just interesting. You know, what I mean, who's gonna go in there and do it? Is it gonna be Amari Daniels? Is it gonna be uh, was it what's the name Moss? Yeah, Le'Veon Moss. Le'Veon Moss. Listen, Amari Daniels is from uh, South Florida, no, Sean, and, and okay. Georgia. Georgia, it came down to kind of Georgia and A&M for him when he was coming out of college. So uh, mm. Georgia really liked uh, So obviously Amari. he made the wrong decision. But listen, we ain't going to talk about that. He he knows what he's doing. Listen, he, he now he's the man now, right? I mean, he was the guy under A-chain. So, okay, now you got your opportunity to go in there and, and ball out, right? But at the same time, man, I feel like that quarterback, battle i think for me man no one really stands out to me i like wigman i like him you think max johnson still got a shot over there that's who i need to to step up bro it's max johnson i don't know what happened to him right and i feel like he was a better player yeah, than true. that yeah so, i think i don't know i think connor Wig- i think they're ready to roll with connor wigman but really? you got to give max you got to give max johnson his credit for sticking it out over there and competing you know well, he don't have to stay there. listen if they're gonna go with him at number one he needs to think about going somewhere else well, he's already went somewhere else once. So he, I don't, he gone? Well, well, he can go again, right? No, well, yeah, but I mean, I don't know how all that works and how much eligibility and everything. Right. But I mean, it's just crazy to move all these multiple times and stuff. I, I just can't stand that in, in college today. You know, JT Daniels is at Rice now. I mean, he's Ooh, been to wait. He's still playing. <laughs> that boy been everywhere. Yeah, JT Bro, Daniels. How? He's been from USC to Georgia to West Virginia, and now he's going to be at Rice this if, year. So if Stetson is twenty five, he's thirty five. He at least thirty five now. Hey, how old is that man? God, oh, my. he over there like Bo Nix. Man, you know, Bo Nix was like 17 years. <laughs> Bo Nix has been there a while. Uh, of course, we got to talk about Auburn with Hugh Freeze. Listen, there's too many questions for us to even talk about with Auburn because they're mm-hmm. basically rebuilding the entire roster. I think the biggest thing, the most intriguing thing, and I texted you guys this earlier in the week Jason Campbell has a podcast where he covers Auburn football, he's uh, on the radio broadcast for Auburn now. And he said, <laughs> this man actually said this. These words actually came out of his mouth. He said, TJ Finley. What now? Well, you got to quote this because I want to know what part yeah. he said. He said, TJ Finley is taking first team snaps for Unquote. Auburn. Okay. Oh, my goodness. TJ, guys, can we, can we imagine Robbie Ashford not winning that job? I can't. I'm going to be honest. Uh. Yeah, I, I just can't. I, we we TJ Finley's had an opportunity to put it together, kind of like Max Johnson, exactly like Max Johnson. If we're being real, Ducati down here, Kellen Moore's still playing. Oh, <laughs> Kellen Moore did seem like he was there forever. I'm saying uh, he was a baller though. Um, but no, it's kind of like kind of like Max Johnson um, over there. I just I just don't with TJ Finley. I just don't see him winning that job. But the fact that he's he's taking. You know, first team reps right now at this point lets you know that this there is a battle going on. Um, there's a battle. Well, TK, let me ask you. I mean, like last year though, I feel like the man was hurt a lot of the time, right? I mean, was it just him getting beat out by Ashford, 
or was it him being a little bit injured? Uh, I think it was both. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, maybe it was both. But even still, beyond experience and all that, I I like Robbie Robbie Ashford because of Mm -hmm. what he can do with his legs. Um, He's almost – He's almost uh it says <laughs> you think Vandergriff will be the so you think Vandergriff transfer over there after man, this chill, chill out with for that. For real now, for real. Yeah. You ain't lying, man. Yeah, chill, chill out with that, my boy. Don't even put he that did in. grow up he did grow up a big Auburn fan. Don't so. put that don't put that in the air. <laughs> we'll see we'll see. We'll see what, what happens there. No, I, I agree with you, TK. I mean it's it's gonna be interesting there, but all the roster. I mean, they got to they got to rework all everything up front, offensive line, defensive line. I mean, it's just it's just so much that's changing over. But I do think they've got a good offensive coordinator in Philip Montgomery. Even though Hugh Freeze is going to call the plays, I think that helps. We said you know his former experience as a head coach, so I think Auburn will take a step forward this year. What do you guys think? Oof, I, I, man, I, I don't know about I don't know. It's they so can't be going. worse than they were under Harson. Yeah, that, <laughs> that's that, true. That, that, that's how I feel. You 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 get you keep Cadillac. You get you get Hugh Freeze, a good a great football mind coming from Liberty. Um, only only big question to me is, is that just the quarterback position. Didn't they just get a back to the? I'm tripping right now. They got someone, didn't they? Running back, or am I tripping? Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, Jarquez Hunter comes back. It was uh, yeah. he was cold though. Jarquez was yeah. uh, it was easy. He was cold. Yeah, he's going to be their guy this year. Um, their, you know, their big question is, you know, who steps up at receiver? They got Javaris Johnson, Coy Moore, Camden Brown, that are all, you know, guys that have been there, but none of them have been, you know, the guy. They bring in a big, like six foot seven tight end named uh, Rivaldo Fairweather from FIU, who had twenty eight catches for four hundred and twenty six yards. So they'll right. probably use uh use the tight end. Uh, effectively under Hugh Freeze. And listen, he's done good things at Liberty. He did great things at Ole Miss. Uh, when he was there in terms of winning football games, the question's off the field, you know, Hugh Freeze. But, hey, you know, he, he won he won games and things like that. But speaking of Hugh Freeze, he was at Ole Miss. Let's talk about Ole Miss and Lane Kiffin, okay? Kind okay. of the forgotten team this offseason, though, Sean. You don't really hear a whole lot. I mean, he was active in the portal. He is the portal king, you know, going out and getting Will Howard and Spencer mm-hmm. Howard. Mm-hmm. Jackson Dart, I mean – how do you think he feels with two with Lane going and bringing in two quarterbacks to compete with him this offseason? This is the thing, though. This is the time we're in. It's like, bro, you every year you need to keep on compiling these players. You know what I mean? Keep on getting these good players because you just never know what's going to happen if a guy leaves or if he goes to the draft, this and that and that, right? You always got to have a backup behind you, right? So, I, listen, don't, don't think too much into that as a player, bro. I, I've always loved – to have someone come in, fresh meat, whatever. I'm like, bro, this is good. This is competition. This is only going to make us all better as a unit. So I love that, right? So it's going to make them better. I think uh, I think Jackson Dart still gets the the nod and still wins over the job, right, just for, for having the, the season that he did. Um, and, I mean – Sanders is going to be hard to beat out from what he did at Oklahoma State too, though. That ain't going to go down without a fight, I don't think. No, nah, it ain't going to go down without a fight. But at the same time, man, like I said, competition is good. And then, you know, going to like their running backs, you know, you still got Quinn Sean. You know what I mean? You still got that yeah. security blanket and Quinn Sean running the rock. So, you're like, bro, we're going to be all right. And Absolute then we just got to see. We just got to see what happens. Quinshot is that dude. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm telling you, he is, he is ridiculous. Quinshot, he got that Sean at the end. 
yeah. with the Quinn. I like yeah. that, man. He did. A but good now job. listen, listen. Georgia plays old. <laughs> he Miss did a good year. job. Georgia, <laughs> Georgia plays Ole Miss this year, November 11th. Ole Miss comes to Athens. Uh, and listen, Kirby Smart will use anything, anything for motivation. And the motivation there would be, I think the last time Kirby Smart played Ole Miss, it was his first year out there at Ole Miss, and it did not go well for Georgia, okay? Uh, so Kirby Smart's probably going to, you know, take that to heart a little bit, okay? Uh, Pete Golden, as Alex points out, is their new defensive coordinator. He's a – retread from Alabama right uh you know Lane Kiffin is is bringing in Pete Golden after Nick Saban basically parted ways with him and said you know go look elsewhere kind of behind the scenes type deal um listen Ole Miss we know the defense it ain't all about the defense over there it's just can we get enough stops to to kind of hold them at base our offense can try to outscore them that's typically how they play Hmm. losing those receivers though is gonna hurt yeah Yeah. they they did lose some receivers uh TK yeah, lo- losing the receivers hurt, but I think Pete getting Pete Golden is good. Obviously, um, what he what he was able to do at Bama was crazy. That every year he was there, they were number, you know, nothing less than the number three scoring defense. So I think um, having uh, having having a good offensive mind in in the lane train and this and this coupling that with Pete Golden is huge. Um, so so we'll see what they do. But they, like you said, they are the, the kind of forgotten. Um, folks over there, Ole Miss. It's, it's kind of, it's kind of, it's kind of weird. Uh, I ain't need to, well, I ain't need, Lane, I ain't, I ain't need to get his Twitter fingers back. Lane will say something on Twitter here before yeah. too long to get everybody talking about him. You don't, don't worry about that. Uh, but staying in the state of Mississippi, the last team we have to talk about before we close it out here tonight is Mississippi State. We got a connection here because our guy Rowling Goody was on with us. He's transferring over to Mississippi State. Yeah. They're actually going to have some tight ends on the roster. How about that they didn't have a single tight end on the roster in Mike Leach's air raid? And now uh, with a, <laughs> the, the tragic loss of Mike Leach and Zach Arnett stepping up, he hires um, he hires uh, Barbie from uh, uh, App State, the offensive coordinator over there, Kevin Barbie. He comes on, and it's going to be more of a pro-style system. So, Rylan Goaty is going to find himself with an opportunity to, to play over there. I know you guys enjoyed talking to Goaty when he came on. Man, good dude. I like that dude. I can't wait to watch him now because I know that he's there, you know, honestly, because I think he'll go out there and ball out, especially in this different offense. And I can't wait to see what Will Rogers is going to do because there's a lot of doubters out there. I think one is on this show right here that said that he can't play in the pro-style offense or that he's going to have difficulty. I said That's what it's someone going said. It's going to be a totally different deal for Will Rogers. I think he's got talent, but you're talking about a guy who has been in that air raid system where it's been progression one, two, three type deal that's more, you know, I mean, TK, you've coached air raid teams in high school and stuff. It's very, you know, this, 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 whereas in a pro-style system, there's just a lot more to take in pre-snap and post-snap, my my feeling is, and how they – The man's seen every defense in his life. He's seen every single defense. I mean, I see what you're saying, though, but But I think he's – Yeah, yeah, here's the thing. Will Rogers isn't a dummy. He ain't no dumbass out here. So I think Mm -hmm. he's going to be able – I think he's going to be able to learn and and connect dots. I think that he knows um, how how to go through progressions. Now, doing things pre-snap at the line of scrimmage, ID in the mic, re-IDing – those things are probably are, aren't as maybe not be as familiar to him, but those are again he's not an idiot. Um, he's played in the league a long time, and and, he, and and honestly, we don't know a lot. A lot of that may have been put on his 
his shoulders to do um, in the air raid. But mm-hmm. my biggest question for them um, isn't Will Rogers. My biggest question for them is for the receivers. You lose a Ra Ra Thomas. Thank you for that. We'll take him. Yes, sir. Thank um, you. You, you lose you lose a Ra Ra Thomas. Um, you need guys to emerge out wide. Uh, old uh, Mississippi State, excuse me. Um, but yeah, I mean that's that's the biggest thing. You get, I mean, yeah, I don't know. Tight ends ain't gonna do it. Sorry, Ryan, but <laughs> they ain't gonna do it. So you need you they're need some play you need some playmakers. So a lot of a lot of question marks. I think they're the biggest team with probably the most question marks. Um, because well, it's not like know. they're it's not like they're totally without them. They got Rufus Harvey, uh, uh, Lededrick Griffin, who's electric. Yeah. Jaden Wally. I mean, prove it. Kind of prove it to me. Yeah, they weren't like the guys like Rob Rod Thomas and Caleb Ducking were were kind mm-hmm. of the two guys over there. So, you know, we'll see. Well, a great point there. You know, you gotta you gotta have guys step up to help Will Rogers, right? Because I mean, you gotta gotta have those weapons. You're only as good as your as your teammate over there, uh, teammates and, and what you got around you. So and listen, Zach Arnett, we you know, Love I think him. we all have admired what he's done as a defensive coordinator over there, but now you know, he's still going to call the, the defensive plays, but now he's got so much on his plate with – you're talking about managing a roster. You're talking about talking with boosters. You're talking about making sure you uh, keep things good in the, you know, the culture of the team, all this kind of stuff. It's different when uh, when he's sitting in what I will affectionately call in, uh, you know, in a little bit of reverence to the pirate here, the captain's chair over there at Mississippi State. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely a little different. But as you alluded to, we we've all been Zach Arnett fans. He's done a, he's done a lot of good things on that defense. Um, it'll be a it'll be a little bit different. Uh, probably hand over the play calling duties to Matt Brock, like you said. Um, but but I think that what he set there, what the president he set there on that defense is there. The culture he set there on that defense is there, and that ain't going away because he he ain't going away. So so that defense will be what it is. I think the big question mark, like I said, is Will Rogers and that uh, mm-hmm. and that offense. Yeah, because I mean, at the same time, they got backs there. I mean, shoot, if you want to back next year too, we got backs coming out of everywhere in the SEC yeah. again. I feel like so. Hey, no doubt. these another two backs with was uh, what the hell, John. Jaquarius, Jaquarius Mark, Jaquavius Mark. Yep, and and Dylan Johnson, right? Is he still there? Yeah, uh, I think Dylan Dylan said peace out. Uh, that hey, with the portal, it's just yeah, you never gotta, know. Bro, where, where how guys do you, you got to stay on your toes? Got to do your homework. Yeah, check I, I, I got to see you when you, know? you out there, huh? Like, okay, he's but, over but here. Jaquavius Mark, Jaquavius Marks could should be that guy. Um, yeah. so you know it'll it'll be interesting. Um, guys. You know, we've we've covered the entire SC West here. I think we all are in agreement that LSU kind of holds that banner right now. And it's gonna be, you know, as Rick Flair said, to 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 be the man, you gotta beat the man. And right now LSU's the man over there because of what they've done. Brian Kelly got some recruiting going. Uh, you know, that that wide receiver core is tremendous. And, you know, it's gonna be interesting. The quarterback battles at Ole Miss, at Alabama, all this. So I enjoyed uh, kind of chopping up the SEC West, guys. Let me ask you something. You said you got Arkansas at number three in the West, right? Yeah. Talk to me. Okay, here uh, we go. She don't want that. She don't want that two-footed bad boy. She don't want that dose zapatos animal. You know what I'm saying? Listen, man. I think you really underestimate how I think good Ole Miss will be. They ended last year in the West at number three. 
you over here want to bring Arkansas up. I'm going to stand on two feet and say, no, that's not happening. They might be four or five down behind Old Miss. I think Old Miss is going to have another really good year. They got some people uh, on the offensive side. They still got a, a quarterback over there. Yeah, defense is what they might have to work with a little bit. But, hey, they're going to be better than Arkansas. So I'm standing on two feet with that. You got them at three. Better bump them down to four because I got Old Miss back at three. That's okay. okay. I hear you. Let me write that know. down. They they lost what <laughs> six straight in the year last year. So I mean they start out seven and zero. Oh, but hey, bro, chill out, get off them, man. Okay, hold on. Let me uh, we'll see. Miss we'll see. I, I like how you keeping the list there, though. I, we need that. You we gotta did. watch you. That you gotta watch watching you. yourself right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, true. That is very true. I had to write myself there, but I, I mean, I just I don't know. I, I, there's, there's a lot of questions throughout the whole West, but, like, you know, if I look at Arkansas Ole Miss, man, I can't see them, you know, being better than Ole Miss. I just can't see it. So, we'll see. I like it, Tim. Absolutely. He said, no, Sean's keeping that list on the bedside table. <laughs> oh, yeah. For sure, for sure. Oh, yeah. We appreciate Daniel, Tim, Alex, Rhett, Andy, uh, Diane, all the regulars in here. And, guys, anybody who's new, uh, Antoine, Ducati, everybody yes, that is in here. Go yes, ahead, do Alex. us a favor. Yeah, a- absolutely. Uh, what Alex say? You see him right there at the bottom? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Quentin running back. Oh, hey, no, I think real. he's good. I, I never said one thing about running back. I said Quinshawn's uh, a beast. He's, a, he's, he's fantastic over there. I think, you know, you, you got Quinshawn and, and Rocket Sanders who are just unbelievable uh, in the West over there. LSU and Alabama are the ones that have to figure out running back, honestly. Yeah. Um, you know, so we got it. They got to figure that out, but, uh, we appreciate everybody tuning in, please. Before you, uh, turn off here, hit that like button. It helps us out a lot. Subscribe. If you hadn't already, you see scrolling across the bottom there, the jonesmission.org. That's from our fantastic guest hey. last night or this earlier. Dan tonight. Jones. Who? Jones. Dan uh, Jones. Uh, so, we appreciate him coming on. If you missed that interview, check it out. Scroll back to the front. Uh, check that out. We really, really appreciate it. And for my guys, Tavares King, No Sean Marino, I'm Blaine Gilmer. We'll be back at our normal time, 8.30 next Wednesday night. Appreciate you guys. And yeah, appreciate we'll- y'all jumping on with the early start. We had to start early on them. You know, Ben Jones. Got to accommodate the pro bowler now. You got to yeah, accommodate yeah, the pro bowler. For, for, so, for No Sean and TK, I am Blaine Gilmer. We'll catch you next time on Georgia Players Section with Tavares and Noshan on UGASports.com. The best in this sport. Whether you like it or not, learn to love it because it's the best thing going today. Woo!